Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I have an awesome guest again with me today. Um, her name is Giselle Chirinos, and she is the CEO and founder of this amazing skincare brand called Overt Skincare, O-V-E-R-T. And I'm so excited you're here, Giselle. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Um. So why don't you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, like, you know, just everything, your journey and beauty. Cool. So a, a little bit about myself. I am Peruvian. I was actually mm-hmm. born in Lima, Peru. And I have a background in economics, marketing and luxury. Oh, I wow. did my, yeah, I did my undergrad. I studied economics and I did it here in Lima. Mm-hmm. And after that, I had the opportunity to go to Madrid to pursue my master's degree in marketing. Ooh. It, yeah, it was while I was in Madrid that mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to start working in the luxury sector. And yeah. that had been a lifelong dream of mine. I think that ever since I was a little girl, I fantasized about working in luxury and fashion. And it yeah. finally came true in Madrid while I was there. So wait, so, what, what did you work in when you were in Madrid? What, what com- Did you work for a company or like, what, how did you do the luxury sector? Yeah, I used to work for a luxury holding group. I used to work for Richemont and mm. I was there working in a watch brand. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. So, I, I was just <laughs> No, no, it was a very, it was an awesome, awesome experience overall. And as I said, like it was a lifelong dream of mine. So it was very cool to finally accomplish it. I bet. And while I was there, yeah, while I was there, I worked at the watch brand and mm-hmm. the, brand, the brand I was at was a very small team. So mm-hmm. I think that that kind of prepared me for the startup world now <laughs> because yeah. we were very, very few people on the team and it was very hands-on. So basically everyone did what needed to be done at the moment. So... Right. Some days you saw me, I don't know, one running around the company, working with a logistics team. And then the next day I was scheduling photo shoots or talking to PR directors or organizing yeah. an event. It was but very... Like everything. You got to do everything, basically. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool experience. That was a cool thing about this experience that because we were a very small team, you could yeah. learn and actually do a lot of things. Whereas in yeah. some jobs, you have your designated tasks and that's it yeah so it was cool to learn about everything of course yeah Mm -hmm. no I I, I can imagine yeah 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 yeah, it was very cool it was very dynamic very fast-paced and in general I think it was a very rewarding experience for me because it didn't only teach me about not only the importance of marketing because we all know it is important to do marketing for your brand but also how important community building is and how important it is for a brand to generate this personal connection with your community and with your final consumer and what the right way is to actually convey your message and what your brand is all about. Right. Now, I have a question, um, Giselle, because I'm curious, the inspiration for your line. I think that the inspiration for Overt and in general, my fascination for skincare in general came more from here, from home, from my Mm. grandma. I think that Mm. my grandma has been my biggest inspiration when it comes to skincare. Because ever since I was a little girl, I just remember spending a lot of time at my grandmother's house. 
And yeah. I'm sure like as in any in many other cultures, in Peruvian culture, your grandmother is kind of the family caretaker. And whatever yeah. she says goes. Like right. She's the one that knows what's best for you. Right. So right. I remember spending tons of times at tons of time at her house and I remember watching her cook and do all these sorts of homemade remedies that were based yeah. on different plants or different thing, different ingredients. And whenever you were not feeling 100% or you were feeling a little bit sick, she yeah. always knew what to give you so that you felt better. Like, it sounds like Indian culture. Your, your culture sounds <laughs> very similar. No, seriously, that's exactly how my grandmother was growing up. Like, you know, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Yeah, like, and whatever she says goes, and also she knows what's best for you. And that also creates, I think, a very nice bond between yeah. you and her, or between yeah. family and her. So mm. I think that that's where it came from, because I saw how she made all these homemade remedies. And I remember when I was going through my teenage years, mm. that I struggled with really bad acne, hyperpigmentation, texture, mm. scarring. And I just remember trying a lot of over-the-counter remedies or medicated solutions, but nothing seemed to work. Like it just, everything that I put on my face just seemed to make my skin look worse. Right, it just right. aggravated the problem. And I right. clearly remember going to her house one day and her sitting me down and saying, I'm just going to put this on your face. And it was some sort of like thick homemade lotion plaster almost <laughs> put on yeah. my face. Yeah. But I will never forget how soothing and refreshing it felt. What did, what was in that, it? What did she make? Did you know what she did she tell you what she made? And until now I have no idea. To be honest. <laughs> Isn't she that just the knew, worst? Yeah, exactly. But she just knew what worked and what yeah. was going to calm all this redness and irritation that I had there. And yeah. I think that that was that stuck in my mind because that was my first encounter with what we now call clean and kind of natural beauty. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, can I call you Gigi, actually? Yeah, yeah, call me Gigi. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, um, Gigi, I think it's so in interesting you say that because, um, you know, I was talking to some people like, you know, from the Indian culture, like Ayurveda is this mm -hmm. thing, right? Like we, we did the same thing. So my grandmother, like I said, you know, very similarly, she would make like a paste or something, right? For our, whatever mm -hmm. we needed. And what's really interesting to me is that we can still not recreate what they did back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so hard to even make that in a lab. And I think about that sometimes and like these women that lived in these different cultures, they knew these remedies and we're still trying to figure out, you know, how, how they yeah. did it. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't know how they do it. And even I think that if they wrote it down and told us exactly, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't work. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. It's just like they have this magic know-how, this magic touch of how yep. things work. It, well, it's yeah, love, right? It's you hear you hear with food, like they say, when you make it with love, it tastes completely different. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's the same. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome. That's awesome that you got your inspiration from her. I mean, I really love hearing that because it's like you you went to your roots, you know, and I, that's amazing. I love that. You know, I think with with people, they are very um, it's, it's hard to stick to your roots. It's hard to stick to your background and say, no, this is what I grew up with. I'm going to do this. And, you know, I really love that. So. Yeah, exactly. And it, this was kind of, I think, a learning experience for me, because even though I was super young, 
Mm. It kind of made me think about how when you mix and combine the right ingredients together, like mm. how they will make you feel, what difference it will make on your skin and how powerful they are at the same time, right. which is amazing because there are tons of things that we don't know about, but it's cool to learn about it, I think. Of and course. learn what ingredients will work for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So then how did you, co- uh, what was your process when you were coming up with the formulas for Overt? Like, how did you, like, although it was inspired from, um, you know, Peruvian culture, how did you incorporate that into like the lab, you know, the lab setting? I think that taking into account this learning experience and fast forwarding to when we were in Madrid and I met Rory, that is uh, Overt Skincare's other co-founder. Mm-hmm. We just want, we just knew what we wanted in the sense that we knew what problems we wanted to solve for our community. So we knew that we wanted to launch with a collection of five serums and with these five serums cover 95% of the most common skin issues, such as hyperpigmentation, dehydration, anti-aging concerns, texture. And we knew that we wanted to do that. So in order for us to achieve that, we focused on active ingredients that would solve those issues and complemented them with other botanicals. So Hmm. for example, when we were talking about dehydration issues, we came up with our hyaluronic acid serum, but this is not only an an active ingredient solution. It's not only like one ingredient. So we decided to complement it with vitamin E, aloe vera, and other types of botanicals to make it extra gentler and nourishing on the skin. So we worked with a facility that had a team of PhDs, chemical engineers, dermatologists to achieve this, the product that we wanted to create. Right. So did they test it then? Did you do any clinical tests with it? We tested. Yes, the facility tested them. And also we tested them on our side because we wanted serums to be compatible and suitable for all types of skin. So we went around gifting them and trying to see what type of reaction they had. I love that you said that you knew exactly what your community needed. I really love that because I think, you know, um, that kind of a focus is so, so important because everyone wants to cater to everybody, right? But it's like, you have mm-hmm. to start from somewhere and you have to start with one, you know, uh, group of people, especially if you're from a different culture, such as yourself and even myself, you know, you have to focus on what you've seen your whole life as the problems, you know, in, in skin health around with your family or your friends or you know whoever I think so many people out there are trying to create these products that are going to work for everybody of all different you know ethnicities but it's very difficult Mm -hmm. to do that if you don't come from that culture you know what I mean like it's hard yeah I think that the first step into deciding what you want to create is look at yourself and look at people surrounding you because those are real people though that they're struggling with real skin issues so it's I think it's the best way to gather what you're trying to solve. Right, right. Now, how about this? Like, did you think about ever going in the makeup direction or were you always like, you know, this is, no, I want to do skincare. That's, that's my focus. Or how did you approach that? No, I think that we have always thought about Overt as a skincare company. Mm. And we even say that we are a different type of skincare company because we want to transform the the skincare industry. And Mm. we want to do that through transparency, efficacy, and charity. And like any other company, I think that our three pillars make us very, are very important to us. Mm. 
because we want to be open about all of our processes, supply chain, ingredient sourcing. Right. We want to focus on scientifically proven formulations that don't have any unnecessary fillers. And this ties in with, I think, our experience in trying products that were out there and didn't seem to work for us. Right. And at the same time, we want to be charitable. We want to make the world a better place. And we will be doing that by donating 10% of our profits to Anti-Slavery International. That oh, is wow. a charity that resonates well with us because they also want to bring accountability and transparency back into the supply chain. Right, right. I love that. I love that you have a charity linked to your company directly. I think people, you know, sometimes later on in their, you know, in their company's uh, lifespan, mm-hmm. they they decide, okay, now I want to do charity. But it's really good to see that, you know, you you had that in mind from the beginning and, you know, you're doing it. That's really cool. Yeah, I think that for us, it was important that we didn't only offer a physical product, but we that we generated a positive impact in the world. Yeah. And also to make our community know that they can be game changers so it's not only that every step in on our side counts so from choosing a glass bottle that is recyclable the shipping method how we source the ingredients what facility we chose what is our carbon footprint it's also on their side it's cool for people now to know how the products are made and that whenever they decide decide to go for a product they're actually creating an impact and they can be a game changer and generate a greater impact for a bigger cause. Right, right. Now, let me mm-hmm. ask you, let me ask you this, because I think this is important to get this message out there for all the the young women that are growing up in today's world, you know, in terms of beauty mm-hmm. and how they see themselves. Um, one thing I learned growing up, and I was very fortunate for this, is my parents let me travel a lot. So I got to see the different cultures and how everybody saw beauty, right, in the world. Like, it was different mm-hmm. everywhere you go. So in your mind, like, what is Peruvian, um, like, Peruvian beauty? Like, well, I think that in Peru, it's very important for you to, because it's such a diverse country, it mm-hmm. is very important for you to embrace where you come from, to embrace your heritage. Because yeah. we have Peruvian people that come from, we talk, we're talking about since the Inca Empire, right? But then we were yeah. colonized. So it's a mixture of everything. Right. It's a mixture of culture. It's a mixture of races. So that is what makes up Peruvian culture in general. And Peruvian mm-hmm. beauty, I think, is just about em- embracing yourself and embracing. It's more about skin mm-hmm. and, than about makeup, as you said. Like, it's right. about making your skin look flawless and feeling comfortable with yourself. We talk about our grandmothers. I mean, they didn't wear makeup. You know what I mean? They were wearing, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't remember a single day my grandmother, you know, she lived to be 98, you know, bless her soul, and she never wore makeup. So it's like, I think about beauty and I'm like, where did makeup even start you know it's just like yeah I wonder the same yeah yeah (laughs) yeah exactly no but I think that as you said like for us skincare skin in general is more important and I think that makeup is an additional step that now people are taking Mm -hmm. but I think that for us it should be at our core to feel comfortable in our skin and embracing embracing if we have any flaws embracing it embracing ourselves basically right right so tell me, okay, so tell me more about the journey with Overt. Did you run into any problems, like when you were creating your brand or any hurdles, um, anything that was really difficult when you were first starting off? I think that the biggest hurdle we encountered at first was, 
when we were looking for a facility because mm. it is amazing that even though there are tons of facilities out there the amount of people of facilities that are willing to work with you and for you not to compromise what you want to achieve or how you want to produce your 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 skincare products mm. is very difficult to find one that fits the mold right so right. we looked everywhere for a facility from europe the us south america uh, asia yeah. and it was very difficult for us to find a facility that was willing to work with us and that was willing to source ingredients the right way that was willing to work with us in terms of formulation and what we wanted to achieve yeah. and also i think that the second hurdle would be i mean for everyone this year has just been crazy oh my gosh it has just been is, unexpected oh the 2020s yeah. literally needs to end like it needs to end <laughs> at this point i mean come on you know i i agree it's just been the most ridiculous year but wow so okay so let me ask you uh, that's very intriguing you said that about the facilities because so what is the what do you mean when you say um finding the right way to source ingredients like um what was your vision and you know what how were you looking to source them uh, can you explain that a little bit more yeah, well, we wanted, we knew what ingredients we wanted and we mm. knew that our form, we didn't want our formulations to have any unnecessary fillers or any mm. ingredients that would irritate your skin or would do nothing for your skin. So yeah. when we were looking for a facility, we told them about what we wanted to achieve and what products we wanted to create. Mm. And some of them just didn't seem to understand what we were going for, didn't seem to understand that we didn't want certain type of ingredients in our formulation. Yeah. that we wanted ingredients to be sourced the right way because as partners of Anti-Slavery International, sourcing is a key issue. Ingredients yeah. need to be sourced the right way. They need to fulfill the due diligence of being sourced ethically. Right. And that was very difficult for us to find a facility that uh, checked all the boxes. I love that. That's really good that you shopped around and you didn't just settle for the you know first one. That's really, really good. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, so I mean... In terms of just overt, what's your demographic? Like, who's your um, target audience with your brand? Initially, we sought out for the demographic to be a young professional that appreciated good skincare, that knew about skincare, and that was kind of looking for value for money. Right, because yeah. that's what we are all looking for. We're young professionals and we don't have tons of money to splurge. Right. There are brands that we simply cannot afford. But at the end of the day, I think that we want our serums to be suitable for everyone. Right. We want to be an inclusive brand. That's why we put special attention into being gender neutral, to having a certain aesthetic that would appeal to everyone. And also, right. our serums are suitable for all skin types because we believe that we all deserve to have beautiful skin like beautiful right. skin is not only segmented to a certain target right, right? we all right. deserve to feel comfortable in our skin and just to find products that work for us well also the availability of those products too I think is important you know I think um you know when we were growing up I don't think there was nearly enough options and now I think I look at the industry and I think wow you know there's something for everybody at this point so it's it's so nice to see that it's so nice to see that there are you know if you're 15 18 years old you can go out there and say you know I want this and this is my problem and this is the product that's going to solve it so I, I love that I love that your co companies like yourself are making these versatile products 
Yes, and also we wanted to simplify the skincare routine because yeah. for some people, the 10 or 15 skincare routine would, uh, 10 to 15 step skincare routine would work, but yeah. some people are more on the go. And we wanted yeah. to simplify this process also, but not only giving you products that you will actually need and that will actually make a difference on your skin, but at the same time, make it simple. So if we are offering, for example, our vitamin C serum, that is the brightener, we mm -hmm. make it simple. So the orange line is going to be for brightening. And we oh. even we list the, pro the core ingredients on the side of the box so that you know what you're putting on your skin. And at right. the same time, on the bottle, we put glow plativen. So even if you don't know what vitamin C does for you, as soon as you read the box, you understand, cool, this bottle, this product will help my skin be glowing and even help my skin tone. Right. Because we are under the assumption that everyone knows what they need. And that's not always the case. Yeah. I think that there is a ton of misinformation in the skincare industry. And also buying skincare can be a very confusing and overwhelming process for many people because right. many people yeah. don't know what they need, yeah. what product will, be, will, do, will solve their problem and yeah. what benefit is this product bringing to them. So by simplifying yeah. this and giving them all the information straight up, I think it's a way nicer process in which you actually understand what you're putting on your skin. Right now, we launch with a collection of five serums. Okay. We have five colors, as we say. So our yellow line is uh, peptides. So okay. that's more geared towards collagen production, um, building up again your skin barrier, it's about, about anti-aging concerns also. Okay. Then we have our retinol line that is red. Yeah. And that is also towards uh, accelerating the skin turnover process and anti-aging. Right. We have brightening, the brightener that is our vitamin C. Yeah. And that's also geared towards evening out your skin, skin tone and hyperpigmentation. Then yeah. hydration issues is provided it will be solved by our hyaluronic acid serum the hydrator yeah and we we also put there some aloe vera and telasiatica to make it an extra complex formulation that will even soothe any irritation that you might have there yeah and finally yeah. we have our more innovative formulation that is egf epidermal growth factor yeah. and that is plant-based and this serum will help you with any type of texture, scarring, hyperpigmentation, because what it does is that it rebuilds from within. So by applying this serum, it communicates with your skin cells and whatever they need to do, what, what they are lacking, this serum will help you do. So if you need to heal, you heal. If you need to regenerate, it re regenerates. So that's a cool thing about it. You regenerate everything from within. Right. And, and I think it's interesting. EGF is actually, um, it's, it, it's an epidermal growth factor, like you said, um, and it's also found on the skin surface. I think that's what people need to also understand mm -hmm. is that EGF is not a, 
Um, you don't need EGF to go deep down. It is something that's a surface, um, you know, it has affinity for surface molecules in your skin. And, you know, it, it, it basically, it, it activates other protein kinases that go on and stimulate this like growth, what you're talking about. So I just want to, I want to say that because I think the audience, sometimes they want to know the science, you know what I mean? Especially with something mm-hmm. like, something like a growth factor. So yeah, that's pretty cool. How do you, um, how do you keep it stable, the EGF? Like, how do you, what, what do you um, uh, suspend it in? Uh, right now, it was the, we knew that was a concern and that's why also we went with plant-based mm-hmm. and the lab helped us find a good balance for the formulation okay. because that was a concern of ours to keep all of our formulations stable, especially EGF and vitamin C. So mm-hmm. everything, for example, for the vitamin C, we worked with a water-soluble solution derivative mm-hmm. because we knew that would make it more stable and more suitable for even the most sensitive skin types. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I like that. I know um, vitamin C, a lot of times it's mixed in oil and um, people claim that that's better, but I don't know. I've, I've always enjoyed the formulas for vitamin C that are more water-based, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The, the oil ones, I don't feel like I get that same glow. Have you had that experience? Yes. I've always also been more, I've leaned more toward the water-soluble ones because I feel that they make your skin feel glowier. And at the same time, I don't see any like, um, I don't remember how to say it, like bad effects on it. Yeah. Like, and I also, don't see vitamin C is a water soluble vitamin. That's what I think people need to under- see. This is my problem, right? Gigi, it's like people <laughs> are not understanding the science. And I, I think like what you're doing is absolutely correct in terms of like the theory of the science, because vitamin C is a water soluble um, vitamin. Vitamin K, for example, is lipid soluble so you know what i mean seeing vitamin k in an oil is more it makes more sense than seeing that in a water soluble uh, formula right so vitamin c mm-hmm. in the in the um you know the formula you're describing in my mind just based on the theory right i don't know any of the dermatology research out there on this so please no one attack me <laughs> but you know <laughs> vitamin c is water soluble so that's really cool that you made it a wa- water um formula i like that that's really cool yeah, we just, we wanted it to be stable. We wanted it to be suitable for everyone to, to use it. And I mean, as far as we, the feedback that we've gotten, it's one of the favorites, our yeah. brightener solution. That's awesome. Well, your line sounds really, really cool. I'm really excited for people to discover it because it sounds amazing. And I love that you're a serum based line because I'm obsessed with serums. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really am. Excuse me. So thank you so much for coming on to the show, Gigi. This was awesome. I loved speaking to you, learning all about your line. Um, everyone out there, please follow Overt Skincare on Instagram. You guys are Instagram, so are on Instagram. So please, everybody, go give them a follow. Check them out. It's a beautiful brand. And your packaging, by the way, is beautiful, Gigi. I love it. <laughs> thank it's you. so, so pretty. I love it. Yeah. So, um, you know. Let us know what you think of the episode, guys. Um, Leave your comments in the cover art for this episode. And um, don't forget to rate us on Spotify, iTunes, um, or Google Podcasts, or any of the seven platforms we're on. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was so nice to meet you. Yes, the pleasure was all mine. Thank you. Talk to you soon.